Hello friends and enemies, I'm Chris, your bumbling game designer, and this is a surprise bonus changelog. Whoop whoop! I don't know why I whoop whooped, that was bad. I'm getting into this new, like, going without a script thing on the intros, uh, and it's bad, and I don't know. But it's, I don't want to do, like, reading a script is terrible, I'm, I don't have fun with it, it feels wooden and gross, so you're all going to have to deal with this. So, sometimes... When you edit your game and you get ready for your next play test and you, you record an episode of, of Changelog with your uh, new friend, Eli, uh, to get all prepped for the next play test, in, in the time between that conversation and the actual play test, you rewrite more of your game. That's what happened here. I wrote more of my game and didn't want to pretend I didn't on the next play test. So here's another Changelog with more crap I changed. Uh, 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 my, my friend Felicia joined me. She is a podcaster and game designer. Uh, she runs uh, a, a game of her game, Breakaway, for me every other weekend. It's really fun. We have a blast. Uh, so this episode is a little more streamlined than normal because we actually have conversations and don't have to catch up uh, and don't get distracted as easily because we've talked about most of these things already. But it's still a very fun conversation. Felicia is very interesting and has some very great ideas. All right, are you ready, IntroBot? Let's begin. Yep. So we're gonna have it. We're gonna have a chat then. Great. Oh, Felicia. Great, Chris. <laughs> Uh, welcome, welcome to Changelog. Uh, Thank you. Uh, so, for those listening, this is this is a uh, gonna be another Chris Chris drags his friends on a podcast situation. <laughs> uh, I'm sure I will have said something in the intro about this, but uh, this is gonna be the second Changelog in a row, and that normally doesn't happen. Normally, it's a Changelog and then a playtest, like a, a series of playtests, uh, or or like one playtest cut up into different episodes. Uh, and then another change log with what I've changed from that one. However, uh, I did a change log and then kept working on the fucking game. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't want to do this next play test with like outdated rules just to have the shit going on, like have 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 it all synced up. So I'm just like, fuck it, I'll interview my friend. Yeah, nice. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, so this is like. Uh, like they're gonna be a double dose of change log when when they get to you. Uh, uh, that's all right. It's a good thing. Uh, so um, just a bit of history. Fez, uh, Fez and I play games together. We have for a while. Uh, we met on the internet. Uh, Fez, uh, Felicia, mm-hmm. you'll you'll hear me go back and forth between them. Uh, <laughs> Felicia is uh one hundred percent. You can't tell because she's lost her accent, but she's Australian. That's not uh, true. She was born at- and raised in Australia. <laughs> She's never been out of Australia. <laughs> she just has. She's really bad at doing Australian accents. Not even remotely true. <laughs> I do, well, no, I do live in Australia, but I am very yeah. much American. It's true. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh I think officially the furthest away from me guest. I don't know if you can get further away from me geographically. Uh, I mean, I could go into space. I guess. I mean, that would, that be, would cool. be fun. Yeah, That'd be really cool. Uh, <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna break the ice, uh, Felicia. Um, okay. You're a game designer. Yep. Uh, you you you've done a game design at least one. A couple uh, 
Yeah. Uh, so I've got a question for you. Mm-hmm. Tell, please, please tell me about a game in your game graveyard or a game you would love to make someday but have no idea how yet. <sighs> okay, so like graveyard is in like something I've made but never made it. Something you've you've started but never finished. Okay. Oh God, that's like half my projects. Um, mm-hmm. More than half mine. <laughs> I know the feeling. Um, so red red flag is a recent one. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, you know what? No, I'm gonna go with Leaf OS, which is. I mean, it's in my graveyard, but I actually oh, might resurrect it soon. I remember this. Yeah. This is a phone app, right? Yeah, this is the phone app, but it's played through calendar chat. Uh, text messages and hopefully social media eventually if i can ever get around to actually making this damn thing but um it's uh, i remember you you got art for it and everything didn't you well i i mean it's stuff that i did so it wasn't very good but like yes it had bullshit hold the fuck on all right so (laughs) i i know you haven't listened but like rule number one that riley hopkins set down in the very first change log was i'm not allowed to talk shit about myself or my game oh no Uh, and and so i'm just gonna go ahead and apply that to you too behind the scenes Fez and I, uh, we'll talk about it in a bit, but Fez is designing a game called Breakaway. Yep. Or is it called Port Breakaway? No, it's, no, it's called, called Breakaway. Breakaway. Yep. Uh, and we, we both very often bond over limiting how bad our games are, <laughs> <laughs> even though uh, Breakaway is a good game. Uh, Excuse me. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. So, yes, it's got art. Um, which probably needs to be redone because I think now it probably looks outdated at this point. But um, life comes yeah. at you fast. Life comes at you fast. So, it sure does. So, what was the like gameplay loop of Leaf OS? Okay, so this is, and I don't think I've seen it done before outside of an app called uh, Mystic Messenger, which, if anyone's ever played it, it is a dating mystery game. Hell yeah! Yeah, I like to date mysteries. Um, right? I I only date mysteries. Um, yeah. It, why would you not? It keeps it exciting. <laughs> right. I. Like dating adventure games or dating Ugh. like, and then you have to like so combine needy. your dessert with your meal before you could even use like it that. on the table. Like why? <laughs> um, so uh, basically what the thing is, is like, it's got a play time of 30 days. So the game mm-hmm. it opens up over 30 days, um, about three chats a day or something like that. Um, and the idea was, is that the you play as a person in a very tiny town in America, in a town called Chantilly Valley, um, uh-huh. which is a very American name. And <laughs> it, yes, <laughs> there's only about 100 people in the town. And I had, I had mapped out every single person, even uh, down to what businesses they had, down to what their personalities were like. Um, and I had a news ticker. So like you could get uh small articles on what was going on in the town too i had that all set up and um yeah so it basically the reason why it stopped is because it needed a shit ton of writing and i mean a shit ton of writing (laughs) like three chats a day news articles every day uh calendar events text messages like it's so much writing chris it's so much and it was all dependent on what you chose yeah so (laughs) that was dumb fun <laughs> yeah That's a lot of work a lot of work to do by yourself yeah i, I seem to really love projects like that where it's all yeah. work and i do it by myself yep breakaway is breakaway is a uh an even like 
I, I always call Hard Space Hustle like a medium sized game. Like it's an indie sized game. Yeah. And yours is like a hundred pages longer than it. Oh, it's a hundred and it's it's gonna be a hundred oh what what was the you know the page count on the player's handbook for D and D is it's like one uh, yeah, uh, the D and D book playbook is almost two hundred or a little over two hundred, I think. I'm not sure. Uh, it looks like it is three hundred and twenty ish oh, pages. Uh what was I looking at then? Oh, it's, it's probably close, but um. Oh, I was looking at the Genesis book. When oh yeah, I was yeah, Trying yeah. to compare sizes. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's roughly what it's going to be with art, and if I get my, because I want to get an adventure in the back of it, because I hate yeah. games that have the DM stuff and the game rules as separate, and I hate games uh-huh. that don't have adventures that come with them because people See, should be able I, to pick it up and play. I, yeah, I, um, which is going to be so. Uh, well, I, that's a thing for changelog, but remind me about that in changelog. <laughs> okay. Uh, in the changelog bit. But uh, I don't run pre-written adventures. I'm very bad at them. Uh, and so that's going to be a very difficult thing for me to write uh, because I, my brain doesn't work like that. I'm, a, I'm very much an improv GM. Mm. Uh, I, do, I do prep and stuff, but that's m- mainly so I don't panic. Uh, <laughs> Honestly, the way that I'm going to write the adventure is the way that I prep for my sessions. Um, which is to say, this scene exists, these clues are there, these NPCs are there, here are what the NPCs are like, and that's mm. it. So, because I, I, I can't stand the way that most adventures are laid out. Oh, it's uh, bad. It's terrible. <laughs> I, I don't. The thing is, I don't know how to do it well. I've never seen one that's well done. Yeah, same. I've never seen a good adventure. <laughs> so, so having to write one because I or ha- I say having to. This is something I forced upon myself. Forcing yourself to yeah, write one. Exactly. Um, something that I I I do want to do. Um, I, I'm gonna have to make up a format that I feel works. But it's yeah. like it's just like everything else I do. I'm doing something that you know hasn't quite been done on the reg so gotta make but it up as i go along i i definitely agree with you about core books though mm-hmm. um it's a bunch of i it's a bunch of bullshit yeah that so part of me is like if you're gonna make them cheap like uh if like if you make a player's handbook that's 20 bucks and then the gm's play uh, uh, guide which is you know at 40 yep. so that like Play, you know, players have a cheaper buy-in or whatever. Like they can just get the bit they need. Absolutely. But if you're gonna charge fifty dollars for each one, yep. Like, fuck that, man. One hundred fifty like, book, one hundred fifty bucks for like three books or whatever it is. Although in Australia yeah, they're even play, like, more expensive. So right. <laughs> uh, do they do? I, so I know shipping's got to be crazy over there. But epic. also, do they do the same thing that they do in the UK, where like? A sixty dollar game here is a sixty pound game over there, and sixty pounds is way more than sixty dollars. Well, uh, you know what? Let's do a price comparison. Do you have Steam on your computer? Uh, let me check. Let me check. Steam. 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 Do, 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 do. I mean, I definitely have it, but I'm gonna open it. Yep. So if you go to pre-purchase Vampire: The Masquerade Bloodlines Two, which I am really looking forward to. Do, 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 do. Yep. Yep. So I've got as a listed price the standard game eighty four dollars and ninety five cents. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. And that's digital, uh, f- Chris. Fifty nine ninety nine. Uh <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, see that's that's digital. And that's that's like that's not brick and mortar. That's not shipping cost. No. That's that's nothing. Nope. Nope. That's uh well so there there there's probably quote unquote import tariffs and stuff. Not tariffs. I don't know what, what, what 
Are there tariffs between Australia and America? I have no idea what the agreement is at the moment. All I know is that because of the president, everybody's getting kind Ugh. of antsy. So, Ugh. yeah. Ugh. Ugh. Plus, they got to, you know, pipe it all the way in uh, under the ocean. Yeah. Uh, uh, through the internet. Well, the pipe's already there, so it's not like they have to lay the pipe. Yeah, but they also never say lay the pipe around me again, Fez, or we will end this friendship. <laughs> right, uh, down okay. in my notes. No. <laughs> so, um, moving on, mm-hmm. uh, what, what makes, okay, so you open a book, yep. you're reading through the book, yep. and you see something, and you're like, fuck yes. This this whole game might suck, but this part is my shit. Uh, or contrarily, not contrarily, but uh, another option. Uh, if if it's something, what is a Fez game? Mm-hmm. If you're making a game, what will it definitely have? What is your shit as far as tabletop design goes? Oh man, that's a great question. So as far as design goes i'm for anything that lets people do extremely uh cool stuff or stupid stuff or whatever puts that power into the player's hands i guess mm-hmm. um but also something that really makes thematic sense i i really love something that digs into the theme of what it's doing right um like oh, oh uh monster of the week and yeah. the mundane that that is extremely my shit because yeah. I am just all about somebody being like, oops, here's a plot point that I've obviously stumbled. Because it is so thematic yes. to what it, the actual genre is. It's so perfect. Um, exactly. That kind of stuff is what I'm way into. Because it, it uh, seeing something that works well within itself, I think, is really gratifying. Yeah. I uh, And it's something that's like... Uh, a, a bit newer to game design mm-hmm. uh, as a whole. It's just like... Uh, just a, a game being completely uh, on its nonsense and like supporting itself. <laughs> yes. Um, rather rather than like here are the tools, you it's up to you to do this right. Right. Uh, yeah. So so I um yeah I super I super I'm super into that. Um, do you have okay? So the mundane is an obvious one. Mm-hmm. I think it's the same thing with like um, uh, fuck. Uh, in masks the uh. Uh, not a specific playbook, but just the fact that like your stats are always in flux, and the mm-hmm. fact that you're playing a teenager who's not fully in control of their power, and how like the base mechanic statistic ability uh directly influences, like directly reflects the uh theme of not being uh, a a a completely formed person yet uh makes me so happy. <laughs> It's it's really cool that a game doubles down on itself. Mm-hmm. Like I really dig that a yeah. lot. Uh, I, yeah, I so doubling down is very important. Uh, what about okay? So what about so tell me about? I just said about like seventeen times in a row. You keep saying uh, about 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 about. If I say it long enough, it'll become funny again. About oh, you'll forget um, what it means. A boot. Oh a boot. my god! I ha- like when I can't remember what word it was. Fuck! It's not funny because I can't remember what word it was. But it happened to me like yesterday. Oh <laughs> I'm no! Like, I've heard this word too many times. I've <laughs> done it with the word purple. Uh, <laughs> yeah. What is purple? I was just literally like at the end. I was just like, "What is in? What is purple? What?" So yeah, 
Uh, don't <laughs> don't say words over and over again, kids. It's not great. No, 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 no. Um, so Breakaway mm-hmm. uh, is so so. When I think about Breakaway, I think the most uh, important thing about it for me personally is uh the the so for those that don't know breakaway you kind of have like a weird modular character creation system where no one's human for one well we're at one point thousands of years ago (laughs) yes true uh we've got got Uh, kind of partial human the dax are kind of humanish they're they're like half human half robots yeah they're they're half machine they're basically the borg but better yep yeah the, the Borg. Nope, that didn't work. Um, <laughs> Boo. So, uh, but but it's 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 a. I always refer to it as uh, science fantasy. Yes. Uh, though I think it is. It, it might be more just science fiction. I'm not sure. It's it's okay, there's so magic. There's definitely magic. But here's here's the fun thing. If you want a, just a pure science fiction game, you can play it as a pure science fiction game. If you want a pure uh-huh. fantasy game, you can play it as pure fantasy because. Mm-hmm. There are two schools of thought which it, within the world itself, and it's that everything happens because of science, or everything happens because of magic. So it's like you can do either, or both, yeah. at the same time. <laughs> all of the above, or, or none. All of the above. Just put the game down and look at it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Don't do that. Play it. <laughs> yes, please. Um, so th- that that's the thing that draws me to it. There's a lot, like there's a lot going on in the world too. Mm. Uh, like the lore of the world is very interesting, and it's like. Post-apocalyptic, but not, yeah, because uh, there is society and everything. It's like post-post-apocalyptic. Yeah, it's well, one side is post-apocalyptic, the other one, true, is or we one side is still, there. I should say, is still post-apocalyptic, and the other one has moved on, um, and then mm. they meet in the middle, and it's very, I don't know, it's like the most eclectic thing I've ever made in my life, but for some reason, yeah. it really has come together. Mm-hmm. I guess, but I, I think yes, it definitely has. I think like. Like just reading through the character options because you all the all uh, half of the world are these humans who have spliced themselves into not being really human anymore, right? Uh, and they've ta- like they've split splintered off into separate like genetic lines of like these people all splice themselves with uh, like mammalian DNA, and these people become insectoid, and these people like I'm playing in our game, I'm playing a, a protoan who is just a, a blob man, <laughs> yeah, uh, and he's the best. He's amazing. Um, I love Bozy. Uh but um you don't you don't have to stop there because uh none of them are like inherent to it and like they're all just gene spliced humans. You can like at any point splice other DNA into you like as a part of your character create character progression. You can get abilities from other like lines, right? Oh yeah. Uh so you could be a blob man with pincer arms mm-hmm. or like the the, the 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 focus on not playing humans is so interesting to me because that's that's such a center for us all the time is like and you have like these people don't have mouths yeah uh, like <laughs> like Bozy communicates through sign language yeah um we have uh, a a lobster in our party who commu- technically communicates by tapping uh his chest yeah right yeah clack or whatever there's, there's all these different languages and then you on the other side of the planet from from where everything was technology uh you've got like the blueprints which aren't don't have a physical form really that's right they don't they they're, they're they just boxes. they yeah the little boxes that project blueprints of people. <laughs> yeah um it, i don't know it's it's uh 
Okay, I'll just go ahead and admit it. I hate humans. I just hate. I am not a fan. (laughs) (laughs) I hate humans so much. And I'm just so tired. Like, I am so tired of video games that are like, you can be all these different, you know, these different aliens or whatever. And also human. And it's like, why? Or worse, there are all these, there's all these cool aliens and they force you to play a human. I'm force you to play Mass Effect. (laughs) Barfo. Nope. There's no no point. No, thank you. No point. Um, Uh. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's an obsession I, with the with the idea that humans are going to be the saviors or whatever when it's actually us driving our planet into the ground as quickly as possible. Uh, hey, in my game, we already did that. Nice. <laughs> hey, yours too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. technically, Hard Space Hustle is also post-apocalypse. I just, feel like it, it's you're, a thematic. Since, um, we're not, since we're not focused on Earth, it doesn't seem post-apocalyptic. But well, if you go to Earth, that shit's fucked up. <laughs> yep. Hey, wait, we could uh, be in the same universe, Chris. We could. We could be in the same universe. Mm. Is wait, is is I, I don't know I don't know if my system can handle Bozy though. Oh, like no. blah blobman. No oh, sad. I feel like uh, every system should be able to handle Bozy. <laughs> uh so so what was your your like oh I guess that that's your reasoning is you hate humans. Yeah. Um do you do you have like uh so another thing in Breakaway is uh, you've done a thing which I'm uh, uh, I'm doing I, I'm interested in, except you're going it about a different way. Where uh, there aren't really stats in your game, there are skills only. Mm-hmm. So uh, and there's I think you have like suggested uh, starting points for each uh, different line of of type of character archetypes. What do you call them? Uh, well, I mean, geez, are we talking about backgrounds? Or are we talking about the the like like Pertoans and oh and the, oh sorry the cultures yeah yeah cultures there we go um so yeah but but those are like these are suggestions you don't fucking have to do that that's right <laughs> you can oh, still yeah. assign like, I, them however you want I hate the idea that um what D and D does which is a leftover mm-hmm. from you know Lord of the Rings or whatever like orcs are mm-hmm. not as intelligent right elves are pretty like mm-hmm. all that all that stuff is extremely um dumb to me and i've never enjoyed that part of dungeons and dragons or most games that take after it uh so i prefer to be like this is the overall average of the culture you can take that Mm -hmm. if you want to uh you don't have to if you don't want to then you know rearrange these numbers as the way that you feel like best fits your character um and then it goes even deeper into the backgrounds where um, you can choose to range, arrange your skills as you want and kind of make your own background, or you can pick backgrounds that already exist and have suggested skills that come with them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, which I, I think is, is great. I, I don't like, um, I don't like being put in, in, in boxes. I like, I like the, uh, the like, there's literally most, so for those who don't know, Breakaway has a very a very simple dice mechanic, which you just roll a bunch of d6s yep. uh, based on your things, and you're just <laughs> trying to beat the GM's d6s. That's right. So because, because you've kept that so simple, the character, like the complexity of your game is all in character creation. Because mm-hmm. uh, you, can, you can just like Lego, Lego a character together from all the different, like you can put some mega blocks in that shit. It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> uh which is just fascinating to me. Do you have any, like, did you just kind of, like, do a bunch of research into the different biological yep. effects of different... Okay, you yep, did. Sure so, did. 
So this is this is the result of like a, a weird fugue fever state that you went into where you just I mean waded into Wikipedia? Yes. So how to explain? So you know me, I can super focus on stuff like a like a motherfucker. Uh-huh. I can I can yeah. I can um I mean I I started making my own language for crying out loud. That's ridiculous. Yeah, I I think I <laughs> Well, I actually wanted to talk to you about that. We're, we're, we're worried about you. We're worried about <laughs> you. And, you know, this is affecting <laughs> your relationship with the people who love you. And... Uh, Adrian just thinks it's hilarious. Um, <laughs> he's just like, this is the silliest thing I've ever, I think I've ever seen. Um, which, by the way, I will show you so Bozy can pop out some phrases next time if you really want to. Hell yeah. But um, it is uh, so that... I also got tired of, I think, the idea that uh, fantastical creatures weren't that fantastical anymore. Yeah. Um, and and they should be kind of alien and scary to us. Yeah. I mean, have you seen anything that comes from the deep ocean? Mm-hmm. Like, oh my that's God. why I don't go there. Yep. Well, that's, I mean, there's a reason why humans don't go there. And yeah. it has to do with pressure, but also terrifying, terrifying animals. Anglerfish. Anglerfish alone. Uh, which, by the way, is something you can get in my game. You can have anglerfish, mm-hmm. uh, like the little light that comes out, the lure that they have. Yep. Um, like that kind of stuff. I wanted I wanted my, my players to feel like they could make anything. Yeah. Um, and technically, you know what? In the mammalian line, you could make a human if you really wanted to. Yeah, but, I mean, but why? It's, yeah, I think you get banned at that point, right? Right, like uh, you pick up that game, and that's what you want to play as human. <laughs> why? Yeah, yeah. You know uh, what? So I, f- sorry, Chris. I'm gonna no, take go two seconds. Uh, yep. This is I hate splash books, but if I ever made a splash book, it would be the human one, and then I would immediately burn it on the spot. <laughs> I'd be like, yes, you can play human, but you can't have it. And no, you cannot play human. Ha ha. Ha ha. Take that, nerds. <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, uh, oh, just to hit on this one more time before we leave, like, just, to, just to explain to everybody how great this is, uh, my character can split into two people because mm-hmm. he's, he's a protoan. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for like uh, an hour, he has contr- I can control both of them. Uh, but after that, it starts to get a little independent, yep. and then if a week goes by and I haven't reabsorbed it, I've just had a child. Yeah, <laughs> you just made a baby. And on top of that, it becomes an NPC. The uh, GM controls. Yep. So, uh, um, and if you absorb after a week, it's considered murder. Murder. Yeah. Also, right. my favorite thing about that is it implies that I could murder another proto- protoan by absorbing them. Yes. Correct. <laughs> uh i I would never but but i I don't know this is one of those things where like uh i don't know bozy line um this is one of those things where like uh player mechanics affect are affected by actual in-game law too mm-hmm. like there's actual laws about this kind yeah. of stuff and that it's so i don't know like people are just so used to don't steal don't um you know don't be don't kill people, don't whatever, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever. And you almost all, never see that come into play as a, as, a, as a game mechanic. But that's why I put it into the player mechanics. So like if you're making mm-hmm. it and a thing says, this is illegal, by the way, so that's going to affect your yeah. game. It's right there I also on the like, ability. Yeah, I like, that, I like that it says, but, but not specifically it's illegal. 
Yeah. It's illegal to get it spliced into you. If you come with it, it's yep. not illegal exactly. because you didn't choose that. That's it's just right. a part of your body, if and was, you can't if illegalize you're born with it. Body. It's not fair that to make you illegal immediately, but yeah, uh, you will be put on a watch list. I think is what I said. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, specific, it's usually specifically like hidden stingers and shit yeah. and poisonous things or mind control abilities, yep. uh, which are all great. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, your, your game also does something, uh, that I'm, uh, I'm very into. Um, and I've talked about it on the episode with, uh, Michelle oh, wow. of, uh, the magic Yep. In your game, Horizon, for mm-hmm. you, is not tied to any background or class. Nope. Literally anybody who wants to do magic can roll Horizon to do magic. That's right. Yep. Because uh, it's so everywhere. It's, no, some, it's not some sort of weird classes bullshit where you had to you know, go to wizard college. Nope. Uh, it's not like some sorcerer bullshit where you had to be born with it with your fucking bloodlines. Yep. Go fuck yourself, Skywalkers. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I just... I. Uh, that's that's my shit, and I'm I'm wondering what brought you to that that decision. Was it just a, a simplicity thing, or nope. do you have strong feelings? I have strong feelings. Well, I have strong feelings against any like anybody. Even if you're weak, you can still have the ability to fight back. And yeah. it makes no sense in a world that has magic literally everywhere for you not to be able to at least try to do something. So I I see no reason for someone to to role play someone that can't access it. That's fine. But it's in the mechanics to say that you can at any given time. Yep. Because I think it's ridiculous that people shouldn't be able to do that just because they've locked themselves into one thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I mean, don't get me wrong. There's still pretentious people in the world that are like, I'm better at this because I went to school for it. Yeah. But um, there's also people that are uh, self-taught or people that don't do it very well but can still mm-hmm. try. Uh, because, you know, uh, I think in, in the lore, in um, at least on the Shurishan side... Uh, kids were taught some basic stuff from birth, like yeah. So I mean, like kids can do it. Then why wouldn't adults be able to? So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Uh, I I super I super duper agree. Uh, <laughs> obviously. Um. So. Fez, mm-hmm. Felicia, Chris, Fez, Felicia, Christopher, Christopheles, uh, Fe- Festivarius. Um. <laughs> So, I, I've got bad news for you. Oh no! Uh, we're entering we're entering the change log zone. Oh no! And you're gonna have to listen to me talk about my game. Oh good. <laughs> no, I'm, I was looking forward to this part. So I, I normally joke about this, like, oh, this is where we talk shit about my game. Uh, I'm not gonna make that joke this time because mm-hmm. I'm uh, I'm legitimately a little bit excited about this update. Oh good. But it is a big one, so I apologize in advance. You're also more than welcome to 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 cut me off or weigh in or talk about anything that interests you, oh, obviously, because this might take a while. Um, <laughs> so this is, uh, I don't know if there's a better term for this, because I don't like the term that I know of for it, which is, this is the kill your babies update. Oh, yeah. Uh, or, or what's, uh, there's got to be a better term. We got to come up with one right now. Come on, on the spot. Give me. Uh, is it, isn't it just kill your darlings, Chris? Kill your darlings, much better. Oh, bless. Fuck you, darlings. That's the original, um, that's the original phrase, anyway. Okay, well, I don't know where, I, my dark ass came up with kill your babies. Kill um, your babies. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the kill your darlings update. Um, there are, I, I got, I cut a lot of shit out of this game in this update. Uh, 
first of which uh, is the one that I've wanted in from the beginning, which are boons and fumbles. Ooh, um, yeah. So for those that were, I, I'm a big fan of like uh, uh, mixed successes and mixed failures and stuff. Um, and I had boons and fumbles in here, which were randomized like uh, bonuses or, or negatives, like uh, a, a, a threats or advantages in uh, Star Wars. Um, nice. But, but uh, and I like the idea that they were random, right? Uh, and I really wanted to make them work. Uh, however, no one ever fucking remembered them. Uh, especially, like, it's fair for them that they don't. I should have fucking remembered them. Uh, and th- this was also how I, like, um, made weapons uh, uh, differentiated. Because dam- damage isn't a thing. And damage is, is separate from your weapon. You, you are just a dangerous person who does this much damage. Right. Um, no matter what weapon you're using. And, and the boons and fumbles tied to your weapon uh, are how you differentiate them. Uh, boon- and I've kept these boons and fumbles and kept trying to make them work and kept ba- bashing my head against the wall. And then I realized I don't fucking need them anymore because I introduced them before I had the concession mechanic. Uh, and so mixed successes and failures are built into your fucking role already. And this is just another step that we don't have to pay attention to. Wait, tell me so, about your concession mechanic. So uh, basically, if you, you roll to succeed, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you roll to see how well you succeed. Or if you failed, how, uh, how much you can mitigate that failure. And if you roll high enough on your outcome die, you could actually succeed with a major concession. So the options are fail and the GM gets a minor concession, fail and you get a minor concession, fail and the DM gets a uh, fail and you get a major concession and then uh, succeed and get a minor concession. And then on the success side, it's succeed and give a major concession, succeed and give a minor concession. And then a small window that's just succeed because it's the most boring answer, but it does make (laughs) things move faster. And then if you roll high enough, you succeed and you get to ask for a minor concession. Hmm. And there's a a table, uh, which I've, 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 Fix the table on this one uh, to make it. People will have listened to the last play test, and it was very confusing to try to explain how. Like you pick the category, or I pick the category, and then you pick the option from the category. So there are three categories uh, on the concessions. Let me go down there to make sure I got them all. Boop 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 boop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the categories are uh, so basically, if you succeed and I get to ask for a major con- or concession, uh, you get to pick the category so it's a conversation the categories are you pay a price mm-hmm. you make things worse or you change the situation mm-hmm. and then on those like for pay a price that th- you uh, i can then pick from uh someone let something slip someone is hurt or injured or something is lost or lost taken or broken so i get to pick one of those and then we work together to find out what that is huh. uh and the difference is a minor concession means uh it's something that can be dealt with pretty quickly so uh something is something that is broken uh, can be fixed or something that is taken you got the option to get back or if someone is hurt or injured it's just like a cut or a bruise whereas if it's a major concession you now step that up and make it dangerous something that's going to take a while to sort out so if something that is broken is your sword is shattered into a million pieces oh. or you break your arm or uh <laughs> like so, you know so so yeah major concessions get something you have to deal with over time rather than in the in the confrontation Right. Uh, and so that's that's on that's there's literally only on a success from a six to nine 
is the only time where there's no concessions in play. Hmm. Uh, so it's 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 what I'm I'm calling the conversation of play uh, because I want I I don't want a, a problem I'm having is I don't like. I as a GM uh, am am very um, what's the word I'm looking for collaborative. Yeah, uh, I don't want I don't want absolute control. I, I the only time I want absolute control is when things are going are taking too long or 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 spinning out out of control. I want to be able to like okay we're we've we've made this joke seven fucking times now let's move on or uh, hey you guys have murdered literally fucking everyone let's take a break for a second and like pull this back like. Pacing and and shot calling are basically the only um, calls I want to make. Yeah. Or, or or like, and even then, like it's not a I'm not a, a shitty person, so I don't like abuse those powers. Yeah. Uh, but I think everything's more interesting when you when you work on it together when you collaborate. I agree. Uh, when everybody's interested in the outcome, uh, then it, it's more fun. Uh, I'm not about I'm not here to fucking punish people, and I'm not here to be punished. We're here to tell a fun story together. And I think the concession mechanic is a good way of, of making other GMs do that. Yeah. Um, uh, and then when we train them, then they can go play whatever game they want. Uh, <laughs> so uh, the way I've done this is I still want weapons to be able to, you be able to differentiate yourself, your, your fighting styles with your weapons. Mm-hmm. So basically each weapon has a positive and negative concession that you can ask for without a, being a part of the conversation. So if you, if you, if you get a concession and you have a sword, so the swords, uh, let me go find it. sword. A positive concession is you sunder something off your target. Uh, so you, you don't, that means you don't have to pick something from that list. And then I get to pick the thing off of it. You just pick, I sunder something off my target. If it's a minor concession, you like cut the messenger bag strap and get their messenger bag, or you, uh, you know, cut their weapon or something. Something minor that can be dealt with pretty quickly. Uh, a major concession, you cut off a hand. <laughs> wow. It's an action game. It's supposed to move fast. Okay. Um, so Also, they're a cybernetic, so you can Luke Skywalker yeah, it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> whereas the negative one, the same, diff- the same thing I, like, I get to just pick. If you roll a negative concession, not where I get a concession, someone gets an easy shot in on you because you're, you're fucking running around with a sword and everybody has guns. <laughs> Uh, so again, a minor concession is like, uh, oh, I might decrease the difficulty on the next shot they get on you. Uh, a major concession is they make a simple check and don't have to roll difficulty. You just fucking get hit because you're running around with a goddamn sword. Yeah. So this really is just like, um, like the, the boons and what'd you call it? Fumbles and boons and fumbles. Boons and fumbles. Yeah. So you really do have that baked in. That's really good. Yeah. Just, just. Folded that into the concessions, and we don't have we have this whole thing I just cut out. It's just gone. Don't have to fucking deal with it. It's no weird like terms that I have to explain to people because the the big thing is because I named that fucking thing fumble. Uh, everybody's just like, oh, I rolled I rolled a one. I guess I fumbled. I'm like, no, it's not. It's not. It's <laughs> um because it doesn't make sense. Like like it's it was a dumb idea on my part to like have Aww. it be a fumble that doesn't roll on a one. Yeah, because it was the idea was. If you roll really, um, oh, I guess it was a one. Oh, people thought that like rolling a one on on one of your positive dice gave you a fumble. I'm like, no, it's only on negative dice. Um, but that I don't have to fucking do that. I don't have to deal with that anymore, Felicia. Nope. Not even a it's little. It's gone. Bit. It's, it's gone. dead. 
It hurt me on the inside to do it, but it needed to be done. <laughs> oh, that makes me rethink breakthroughs and setbacks, but I don't have anything baked into the dice rules outside of uh, them that do the same thing. Uh, breakthroughs and setbacks are, are great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think you just need like uh, a trigger to make sure that people remember them. Yeah, that's the issue. Uh, and I think the thing is, we just took a big break and then stopped using them. Yeah. Uh, uh, because like we were using them. Yeah, that's true. Uh, you guys were using them pretty regularly too. It's just that yeah. now that I've, uh, it was, it wasn't just a big break. It was like a break, and then we, and then I changed how statistics worked. Right. Um. So that that literally changed how everything on the die was used. And then if you're adding stuff, it's like you forget that a six equals yeah. something because you're adding, and it becomes a seven. Yeah, because you'll like, say seven. Yeah. Yeah. So. <clears throat> Yeah. Hmm. Woo. Hmm. Uh, so up next, this is another. This is the one that took me uh, hours of coming through my fucking book and still missing <laughs> references. Um, but this is the most important change I've made to the game, in my opinion, because it's a part of my new design philosophy that I I don't know why I kept like I clung to this old design a- aesthetic that I don't like. I, I, which was, I used to have, uh, the three stats were body, mind, and charm. And mm-hmm. the, the three outcomes were, were damage, persuasion, and effectiveness. A, that was very confusing to people. They didn't understand what those three were. And I had to explain it. And even like, like I didn't have the words to, to get it across properly. I'll, some people did get it. It did click with some people. I'm not going to lie, but it was just a weird hitch. And also like the more I thought about it, I, I don't like intrinsic stats for your character like i think that's boring i don't want to like i don't i'm less interested in how buff your character is and how than i am in like how they look at the world yep or how they approach problems so that's changed now now i have there's three stats technically they are they are physical mental and uh, physical technical and social uh they have nothing to do with like anything about your character's uh, looks or or in, raw intelligence or physical capabilities. Instead, they are they are all split into two. There's effort and control, and you get to pick on that continuum where you fall. And basically, the more effort your character puts into actions, the less control they have. Huh. The 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 more control they're putting into their actions, the less effort they're putting into them. Effort helps you succeed, and control helps you pick better outcomes. Uh. And and so like as you, there's still there's still a die, so like a d4, a d6, a d10, and a d12. Uh, but if you have like it, it's a it's a line, so as as you slide one of them up, the other goes down. Uh, so the idea being, you put a lot of effort into what you're doing, you're gonna get it done, but you might fuck it up because <laughs> you're 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 brute forcing your way through it. Right. Um. And also, I have a push yourself mechanic where you can take stress, uh, take take uh, stress points or hit point damage to add your skill because you add your skill and your effort together to succeed. And if you if you want to, you can take damage to also apply your skill to your uh, control. So it makes sense that like though if your effort is higher, you're putting more effort into things. That means your control is going to be lower. And you're going to be more likely to push yourself. To right. get that over there, right. so putting more effort into it is going to stress you out, uh, and I think that play is is good, and also it lets you like, 
and I think like I'm gonna have rules where you can move it up or down each session or each mission. I'm not sure how. Uh, just to change how they're affecting themselves, like how how they are approaching the world. So the question isn't like uh, how strong is your character. The question is how much of how much of themselves do they throw at their problems, or how much do they contemplate and like do the the calculated uh, uh, approaches. Hmm. So a calculated person might not succeed as often. But they won't fail as badly, and when they do succeed, uh, they'll succeed. They'll get. They're they're less likely to have to give something up. Right. Uh, which it, we'll see how it goes. I'm playtesting <laughs> this tomorrow. It could be terrible. Well, <laughs> I mean, we'll no, it, it makes sense. Um, I don't think it sounds terrible at all. I think I think any mechanic that you're going to introduce is going to take a little bit of getting used to. Um, mm-hmm. but I think it sounds pretty. Well, for lack of a better word, sound. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> so moving uh, into that, um, hit points and stress points were based off of your intrinsic stats, and they was, those have changed now. Um, and I had a problem with the last play test where James like did his special ability, which took half of his hit points to do, mm-hmm. and then got hit once and was taken out of a fight. Um, which I want combat to be over in like uh, a round or two. I want them to be fast and, and dangerous. And then you deal with the fallout of it afterwards. So that's fine. But I don't, I don't want it to be quite that rough. Also, it meant that anybody who had a low, like a low stat, uh, just kind of got screwed on the hit points or stress. Um, so, so they're changed now to where your stress points are just the sum of all of your control dice. So you're you're anywhere instead of being uh like anywhere from eight to I think twenty four twelve and twelve yeah uh so from being anywhere from eight to twenty four you're anywhere from uh twelve to thirty on your on on your the two things right uh, but they it, they're still like evenly divided so if you, if you have more control you're gonna have more stress points to spend and if you have more effort you're gonna have more hit points to spend man hit points is a weird one hey. Yeah, I've I've thought about like I like the idea. Uh, I, so I have a description of hit points as just all of your physical like. If it's not it's not how much meat you have on your body, <laughs> it's 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 all of it. It's it's how how physically healthy you are, uh, how much energy reserves you have, uh, how much uh, resilient uh, like, you know what I words. Yeah, yeah. It's it's all of that. It's how much in, how much uh, physical effort you have to spend. It's a difficult uh, if it's a difficult one to contemplate because like it uh, at least the way like a lot of games do it is like uh well you have your base HP and then you go up in levels and then blah 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 but really like everything is uh dangerous to the body like yep. everything is dangerous to us um yeah. Like, there's no, this gun does 10 damage. No, that gun can kill you immediately. (laughs) (laughs) Right. That's that's how that works. Um, Mm. So, like, the idea of hit points, and I think it makes way more sense to have it as kind of like a combination thing like you've done there. Mm -hmm. It's still, like, there are better, like, I like, um, I definitely like how uh, PBTA does it, where, Mm. like, you're just, this is, you have some harm boxes. Yeah. Uh, and and this is just how this is just there's one of them that specifically like 
guns like the i think it's it's not monster hearts because monster hearts doesn't center on fighting but there's one of them where like a gun could fucking kill you in one hit because it does oh i know apocalypse world second like you you take the harm and then you roll the harm move and like if you take three harm which is like a gunshot you're gonna roll it plus three which means you can roll the you got fucked up <laughs> regardless of how much harm you took you got fucking shot kid <laughs> yep uh so I really like the harm, the harm move from that, but I don't, I, I, this is an action game. Like I was, I was trying to think of like, that sucks for an action movie because action heroes get fucked up constantly. It's fine. Yeah. Um, and this is an action game. So like there are hit points, but the thing is getting hit is not the only thing that gets rid of your hit points. Running too hard fucks up your hit points. Like when you push your, when you push yourself doing physical things, you're taking hit point damage. Yeah. Good. Uh, as you yeah. should. Uh, and honestly, that's most of the damage in this game is going to be stuff you do to yourself by trying to get better outcomes. Yep. Uh, which I think is is where I want to be. Okay, what's next? <laughs> oh, I updated the story path character creation to include efforts and controls. So you used to pick your stats at the beginning, uh, and now you 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 go through the story path character creation. You learn about your character, and then you, now that you know more about your character, you pick where on those lines you are, how much effort and control you put into your actions. Awesome. Uh, so that was good. Uh, another big one, and this is one that I really should have gotten in to begin with, um, uh, though I think that most of the games have been fun regardless, but uh, it, you know how earlier I told you collaboration is very important to me? Yeah. Uh, and I think most, I think that the GM should. I think the GM should be a role that is played, but it should still be a player. Yes. And we should all have a conversation. Big agree. And because of that, I'm, I'm trying to enforce that in the rules of my game as much as possible. And to do that, uh, so I don't know how much I've talked to you about Hard Space Hustle, but every job you pick um, gives a new, puts new optional rules in the game uh, to, re, to reinforce your, your character. So, like, the Speed Demon introduces racing mechanics. Uh, The Charmer introduces social engagement mechanics uh, so that you can can solve things socially rather than through combat. You you can already do that, but it's a little more limited. Like, you just roll or something and see what happens. Uh, But you can can have a structured engagement like a a fight, but with your words. And it could be it could be long and drawn out, too. Like, it could be an investigation that is a social encounter where the turns take hours, you know, it, like we just pop around back and forth between the characters seeing what's going on. Um, but so on and so forth. So I, I, because, I, <laughs> because I like characters, players making choices should t- tells you things about the, what they're interested in. Yeah. Uh, and this, and, and I like to point that, I like to, I like to point at that and just run headfirst into that idea. And because of that, I've added mission creation rules Hi, motherfuckers. So you've heard of collaborative world building. Yes. And session zeros. How about a session zero every fucking mission? Uh, How does that work? Uh, well, let me tell you. Let me just, it's actually very simple. Uh, let me scroll down to it because I, I can just tell you what it is. Mission creation starts with three questions. You ask, you ask them, what, you ask the players, what's the target? They have four options. A bounty, an asset, a rival, or something else. So... So you can always come up with something off the top of your head. Right. So they pick one of those, and then you ask. It's like the um, the missing uh, piece from Blades in the Dark, 
when you're when you're in making an entrance or or a starting point for a mission yeah uh, there's always a missing piece that the players didn't have to answer so for a bounty the question is what did they do and these are all questions that the players will answer and the characters won't know you're working together to build the plot for your next encounter but your characters don't know shit uh until it comes up in play uh so you decide what did the bounty do uh and then because all the players get to weigh in and come up with something interesting or if it's an asset who wants it uh if it's a rival do they know you're coming (laughs) because that that answer could change things uh the next one is how did we learn about the job uh which is a mysterious tip someone from my past official sources or something else Uh, official sources what constraints did they put on you someone from my past what will it cost you a mysterious tip what form will it take so this is kind of like how this is the this is the opening intro this is like we're all working together to come up with an interesting start to our game. And then what's keeping us from the target is the third question. Uh, the target itself. The question there is what makes the target so dangerous? Uh, a third party. Uh, what's in it for them? Uh, lack of information. What are you missing? Or something else. There's always something else option in there. So you can just, you don't have to go with these fucking things. So yeah. those are, those are the questions you always ask. Uh, I'm thinking of adding like a location question too, because you could be in different planets. But I think I think that that might just be like, hey, where do we fucking want to go? Uh, <laughs> uh, because every every mission is supposed to be a new episode, so we don't have to do the travel. Like we can just, oh, we just, yeah, we were on Earth last mission, but now we're on fucking Ganymede uh, because we have a fucking spaceship. We can do that. Yeah. Um. So to make this more interesting. Uh, there's a, uh, there's an additional complication you can add. Uh, every, every job has a different complication they can add that helps, uh, in, inform, uh, again, put things that are interesting there for their job and also make it more difficult to complete the job. So every one of these you introduce, everybody starts the game with one resolve. Uh, Mm -hmm. resolve is the thing you spend to reroll dice and, and to activate things. Um, so you can make things harder for yourself or more interesting, in my opinion, uh, and you get these resolve points to to spend in the game. And also, it introduces things for your character specifically to interact with. Uh, for instance, the troubleshooter, which is all about reputation and stuff, and like outlaw crews and like competing with other crews to get a higher outlaw rank. Um, the question for them is, what other outlaw crew is after the target? Uh, or, for instance, um, the enforcer, which is all about uh, dealing with organizations uh, from their generally they, they're specifically from their past but the the optional rule they introduce is uh, organizations have things called heat which the more you interact with a an organization the more heat they get which then the GM can spend to have that organization influence the game huh. uh, and then so the enforcer's question is what organization has a vested, a vested and possibly opposed interest in the area or target uh, let's see Oh, oh, the speed demon. What heavy equipment or vehicles do they have at their disposal? So because you're a speed demon, you're about vehicles, your question adds vehicles into the game. They may not actually have to come up, but they're there. Uh, The AI, what strange danger is lurking on the net? So the AI adds the net to the game, which is like VR (laughs) internet. That's awesome. 90s VR internet. Um, And this introduces like... So we can go on the net to solve our problems, but now you have to tell me what's waiting for you there. Uh, and that's it. That's it. You just go through all that. You answer all these questions. Then you play a fucking game together. <laughs> I uh, dig that. That's, play- 
Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. No, you you go. I was going to say that's 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 really cool. I think um one thing a lot of games like is like the ability for players and the person leading the game is to build something together um mm-hmm. as opposed to like uh, I don't know, D&D doesn't really um, I always harp on about how much I hate D&D, but I actually love playing it with people as long as people are good. Um, yeah, it, uh, D&D is a game that's all about the people you're playing with, exactly. with and very little about the game. <laughs> it, is, it, it literally has nothing to do with the game, so you might as well just play something else. But um, uh, D&D encourages you to play in a world that already exists, and so like there's nothing to hammer out. There's nothing to to really add to yeah. unless you're doing like and it's oh if you do it's always called homebrew like that's it there's yeah. nothing you can which do. is the only thing i've ever done because fuck you guys <laughs> right um I, I so i don't see the point in playing something that forces you to play outside its own boundaries when you can just create something that where mm-hmm. part of the game is shaping the world i like that a lot so this is this definitely stems from when when i started playing online with the current like c- community I'm in, like the one shot people. It, this was technically the game was right right before I joined the one shot community. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, one of the players happened to be already a part of the one shot community. Like I I went to the one shot Reddit to find players because I was tired of playing with shitty grognards. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the first thing I did was have a very long, and this is the first time I ever did it, a very like an entire four hour session zero where we Ooh. just. We made. We decided where where are we playing? What characters are we interested in? What NPCs are we making? I I kept asking questions like, "Come on, give me I, like," and I would. I had things I wanted to come up to, so I, I I put them forward and things that they liked. We we went along with things they did, and I threw out. And it was one of the best gaming experiences of my life because everybody, every single player, was already interested. Yeah. And since then, I have never not done a session zero for for anything that's more than like two sessions. Yeah. Because, yeah, you've got to have your session zero. Yeah, the 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 amount of buy-in you get when the players are like have told like there have been so many times where I was running games where I could tell my players weren't fucking interested, mm. and and I'm like I just I'm just, I'm doing that I don't, I'm not I want you to like this I want you to <laughs> like the thing I made this thing for you please like it. Oh. <laughs> um, and it's so much easier to do that. When you fucking ask them what they want. Yeah. <laughs> Weird how that works. And, and like, I also find that it helps like newer players come out of their, their shell because th- when, when you introduce a thing that they, they brought up in session zero, they're like, oh, that's my thing. This is my cue. <laughs> yeah. This is my thing. This is where I get to act. Uh, even though that's not the case, you can act whenever, but th- th- it gives them a license. It makes them feel more comfortable. Yeah. So this is, this is all part of that. It's just like, what if, what if we just did this together? What if we just told each other what we like? What if this was like a loving relationship <laughs> where we just had open lines of communication and told each other what we needed to feel supported, loved, and happy? It's almost like you're friends or something. Right. Let's be friends in this game. Aww. Because <laughs> uh, friendship is that. So I also killed engagement zones. Hmm. <laughs> what, so what's, what was that? Is that like what... Um the power by apocalypse thing like the threat map or kind of yeah it's like it was my solution for like uh theater of the mind range bands yep um but i never fucking used them (laughs) the idea was close range was 
where the action was. So a close range, like a pistol is still a close range weapon because mm-hmm. you need to be in the thick of it to use it. Whereas a sniper rifle would be a long range weapon because you could be across the fucking street. You could be in another fucking building. Mm-hmm. Like, and then like, what if, if people ran at you, that just expands the close range band. Um, and then like moving around in the close range band didn't cost you anything because you're just doing cool action shit. Yeah. Unless you're trying to like scale a building. In which case you'd have to roll. Fair. But I never used, I, ne- I have never once moved, like I did it in the vehicle combat test once. And then it's never interesting because moving, I, I don't have, I don't have, there's only one thing, there's actions. You, there's no like action and maneuver. I, I, I didn't fuck with that. I just want you to be able to describe your character doing cool shit without having to worry about how many maneuvers you have. Um, mm. and, and to that effect, fucking goodbye engagement zones. Instead, <laughs> In its place is just does it fucking make sense? Can you like are they like you have a sword, right? Cool. Mm-hmm. So you can't shoot them. Cool, right? Right. Uh are are they across the street from you? Cool. Fucking run over there and hit them. Are they on top of a ledge? Nah, you can't fucking hit them. You got a sword, you have to climb that goddamn ledge instead this turn. Um mm-hmm. uh, or use a concession at some point to do that, because there's a concession that lets you move in the engagement. Um, same with guns. Are can you see them? You could probably shoot at them. Uh, can you not see them? You got to find them, motherfucker. <laughs> Are they hiding behind a big barricade? You can't shoot them. <laughs> you got to get over there. Yeah, get blow no, up that barricade. I dig this a lot because I, I, uh, as you know, Breakaway has like um, it does have measurements, mm-hmm. but those measurements are so wishy washy. Like, uh-huh. and they're not like, uh, they're not combat measurements really, unless it's no. like you can move this far while charging someone. Yeah. Like a bull. Or uh-huh. you could, like, it, it has nothing to do with, like, uh, uh, guns or anything like that. And I'm, I'm thinking about taking those measurements out at all mm-hmm. because there's almost it, it feels no so good. point. It feels so good. As a GM, I, like, I, I, had, I had to be like, I'm not making a fucking tactical game. It's Why am I worried about game. goddamn ranges? Yeah. I, you're you're making a, a science fantasy adventure comedy game. It really I'm is. making <laughs> I'm making a science fiction action adventure game. Yep. About depressed weirdos. Oh. Why am I worried about ranges? Yeah, you shouldn't be. Like I, I I like that a lot. So I think, man. So I'm thinking about the breakthrough and setbacks, and I'm thinking about taking out the entire idea of ranges. Just making some notes. Don't mind me. <laughs> Straight face, facts. Um, and ranges. Boop. Uh, sorry for the typing in your podcast. I know you're going to have to listen to that later. I'm going to edit it all out. <laughs> well, good. Uh, so, mm-hmm. um, up next are just, I've changed some uh, phrasing. So, what, uh, the, 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 what, the, like, the damage your shit, so... Vehicle combat in this game is much like regular combat uh, because I hate it when they're such different, like they're almost completely different mechanisms and you have to learn a new fucking game to do ship combat because then I just won't do it. Um, yep. I'm looking at you, Star Wars. Uh, <laughs> but the deal is you use vehicle stats for your, uh, basically your effort and control and then you just use your skill for, for like is the only thing from you. Yeah. Um, which means that if you're a really good pilot, you can pilot anything, right? Because right. your skill is high enough that you can make up for any shitty parts of the vehicle. But 
If you are a shit pilot, like you didn't put any fucking points in piloting, you're not going to fucking pilot. You're playing support. You want to not fight. Uh, if you put your, if you get in a ship uh, that has good stats, you're now competitive because the ship is making up for your shitty lackluster <laughs> abilities. Uh, but I did call the, the, the damage on it weaponry. And then a bunch of skills are ranged weaponry, heavy weaponry, melee weaponry. So that was confusing. So now weapon, weaponry is called firepower. Mm-hmm. And the 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 effort of the vehicle had been called uh fuck I can't remember now power because in my mind it was like how much power it could put behind the three different outcomes yeah uh but I always had to explain what the fuck that was and I always used the term quality it's more of the overall quality of your vehicle so and you'd think oh well you change that to quality nope reliability oh. so it's <laughs> so yeah your vehicle might be fast. Uh, have a lot of firepower or have good handling, but is it reliably fast, reliably Ooh. have high firepower, or... Re- yeah. So, because reliability is what helps you succeed, it's how reliable is your vehicle at the things it's good at. Like or that. is it extremely reliable at doing, like, okay it's stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I dig that. Uh, Thank you so much for coming on this. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I was just, I was just laughing because it's like, uh, the more wishy-washy the game gets, the more fun it is. Yeah, I, I definitely want like enough to bite into and have fun with. But mm-hmm. the more I was thinking about it, this isn't, this is, this is an action game. Yep. Not a tactical, not a tactical simulator. Not a, not a like mass combat game. We're here to do cool shit. So, so in my mind, it, I haven't got to do it yet because it's all been one shots. Mm. Uh, but in my mind, like the fights in the game are fun, are supposed to be fun and interesting. But that's not the meat of the game. This game is about very personal stories. Um, they're like it's about learning about your characters and having them learn about each other. Yeah. And they're, they're supposed to. You have a like. Built in, you have these things called weights, which is just the ba- your baggage, right? Yeah. Uh, because all like all these characters in these stories that I'm drawing from are loner weirdos in space <laughs> who happen to need to to depend on each other and their found families. Um, and I think that's the interesting thing about my game, and that's that's why like you get into fights so that you get fucked up because the only way to recover from getting fucked up in my game is to talk to each other. Um. Because that's how, like, you can do first aid in combat. Out of combat, you can't do first aid anymore. Uh, You can do first aid to, like, do medicine checks of, like, understanding things. Or you can do first aid on NPCs, but not on each other. Um, The way you recover outside of combat is uh, you have a conversation. uh, And every person who, like, supports you, uh, you get to roll a die to recover hit points or stress. (laughs) Everyone who doesn't support you, uh, you get to size up one of your skills as you become more individualistic. and I think that's the really interesting parts of the game is interacting with each other and then interacting with your character's past. And, mm. and that's what this update's about is getting rid of all the shit that gets in the way of that. Awesome. Good job, Chris. I, I just yelled at you for 30 minutes. No, it's great. <laughs> no, I love, I love how excited you get about it. It's good. 
it's it's feeling it's really good because I haven't been excited about Hard Space Hustle in a in a, a few like a month and a half two months. I just it, it wasn't getting where I wanted to. It, it was just a bad game. I didn't like Aww. it. I can say that now because it's not. I, I'm not. I don't hate it anymore. So it's not <laughs> Riley. I'm not bad mouthing my game. I'm bad mouthing <laughs> a past ghost of my game that no longer exists. Loophole. Oh, <laughs> But yeah, I'm I'm really excited. Uh, I'm gonna play test it tomorrow, so nice. that might change. Stay tuned on Twitter when I'm screaming about how shit my game is, and I never want to make a game again. <laughs> uh, it happens. It's a cycle. I'll get there. Yeah, it's a cycle we all go through. Yeah, but uh, that was all of of the changelog portion of our game. Mm-hmm. So if unless you have any uh, questions, comments, or concerns, we can move into the closer. No, I don't. Uh, I am excited to play it eventually someday, though, if time uh, zones ever I, line up. Well, here's the thing, uh, Felicia. Mm-hmm. We already know a time. We already know a time slot that works for both of us every yes, other that's week. True. Uh, so, in a, in, on a weekend where we're not playing Breakaway, we could play my game. I mean, I'm into it. Uh, so it, it'll happen. Uh, how happen. does a regular game of Hard Space Hustle sound? Uh, sounds exhausting. Uh, I'll talk to you after after this recording stops because I'll, I'll I'll tell you okay. how that sounds to me. I can't wait. Um, but before we do that, Felicia, I've got mm-hmm. a very mm-hmm. special surprise for you. Oh no! Uh, you can't see it right now, uh, but I'm holding I'm holding a crown. Oh! Uh, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna place it atop your brow to make you the monarch of all gaming. Oh, that's a bad idea. Uh, I well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. You get time for one decree, and then I gotta take it back, or you'll get assassinated. Oh shit! Okay. So you get one. You have one now. Decree. This is very powerful because everybody has to do what you tell them to. So use your power for good, Felicia. Okay. Felicia. Uh, all right. So what is your one decree you're going to give to all of tabletop gaming that they have to they have to take on going forward? Oh, can it be too like double jointed? Like, can it be too? I'm, I'm not a fucking cop, Felicia. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, Chris. You sound like a cop. It's exactly what a cop would say. Um, well, I know. I would. I would have to tell you if I'm a cop. That's how cops work. Oh, that's right. You're right. That's how that works. Um, <laughs> I would say, uh, lift each other up at the table and don't be an asshole. I think those. I, mean, I don't think that's double jointed. I think that's the same thing. Uh, I yeah, think that's I just the part. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Lift each other. That's my uh, decree. Don't be a dick and lift up your fellow players. Don't be a dick. And remember okay, that your GM so, is also a player. Okay, it's three things. Okay. Whatever. Hold on, I gotta write this down. <laughs> is also it goes in the book of laws. I gotta write it down. Oh sweet. What's what else is in the book of laws? Can we see it anywhere? Uh I, I so I'm working on it. I, I'm go, I'm I'm since I've decided to actually keep track of this, I'm actually putting them on the things. But yes. So nice. uh I know one of them. Uh, the one from the last one is be mindful of what you're doing on Twitter, basically. Um, be mindful of the, the game you are playing on Twitter, the, the, the game design you're doing on Twitter in your social media situation. Oh, uh, wow. It was much. It, you have to listen to the last episode. Yeah, uh, Eli, I did, Eli had a very uh, it's not out yet. It will be by the time they're hearing this. Um, but Eli had a very good thing that I kind of bumbled through because my brain was mush at the time that I'm going <laughs> to hopefully edit out. Um, so and the one before that uh was my friend Jun had if and and here's the thing I'm I I meant to bring it up when you said it. Uh oh hold on. Fuck. I got to take this 
fucking crown off you before you get ganked. Oh, uh, shit. Oh, okay, there we go. All right. <laughs> it's back on the shelf now. Good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, I, had to, I wanted you to get murdered. I, I appreciate friends. it. But also, this begs the question, how are you the arbiter of this happens and how you don't get assassinated? I'm very powerful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do a lot of cardio. Catch me if you can, <laughs> motherfuckers. <laughs> The secret is he does cardio. That's a secret. I do shitloads of cardio. <laughs> I, uh, I'm very fast. I'm not very fast. I just don't have to stop running. Right. Um, so before that, Jun uh, made, made the decree of if your game is sufficiently advanced magically or scientifically, you have to make it easy and accessible for your characters and players' characters to change their genders, um, yeah. which I, I, as far as I know... Isn't even a fucking question in Port Breakaway because you nope. can change everything about your character. You can literally change anything about your characters. Yep. Uh. Uh. So yeah. Um. And then like before. Oh, I remember Amelia's was. <laughs> everybody has to backstab someone and be backstabbed <laughs> in character. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> oh, uh, I like that. It's it's more rounded out about like you need to like put your characters in position, but it's also Amelia, so she was definitely like, yeah, just just do some backstabs. Yeah, just do um, some backstabbing. That's good. Anyways, I'm gonna I'm gonna compile the list at some point, but yeah, yeah. Uh, we need to expand on yours. So, uh, funny thing is, uh, at the time of recording, while I was making supper, the uh, um, RPG Academy was doing a a, a con line, mm. um, and previous guest Amelia and creator one of the creators of Descent into Midnight uh Richard Kurtz Landry uh and oh god I'm so bad with names uh, another person from the UK and a person from the RPG Academy right. we're doing we're doing a a like an online panel about this specific thing which is like how to be a good player mm. uh and and it's something that I scream about because ba- a bad a bad GM, yeah. What are you gonna do? Uh, like, but a a bad like a bad player is just as detrimental. Oh yeah. Um, you've got to fucking be each other's. Fa- the worst thing you can do is check out when it's not your character's turn. Yeah, you're supposed uh, to like. What drives me nuts is that you're supposed to be playing this game with other people. It's not a a, a race. It's not a a competition. It's a cooperative game. So if you're not lifting each other up, if yeah. you're not each other's cheerleader, yeah, then the other person's not going to feel supported. Or even worse, they're not going to feel like they can branch out and do anything. Like so many people yeah. are just timid. Also, nothing has ever made me happier than like another player telling, like being interested in the thing I'm doing. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and, and um, you know, it's it's really it's also like selfishly it's it's also kind of fun to support your friends yeah like why wouldn't you want to make your friends happy you yeah. motherfuckers <laughs> um, <Right. laughs> also like if if we're all paying attention to what's going on in each other like if we're all as invested in, in other people's characters as we're invest- in our own then all of those stories become more impactful mm. because you're so, you're pushing towards that like the worst thing you can ever do is when you see something coming and you're like, oh, I, I can head this off at the pass. Aha, I can stop this before it happens. Why? Why are you stopping the interesting thing from happening? Yeah. Like. Like. Or. Uh, so I, I'm. So like I, I usually fall into playing rogues. Um, right. 
just because it's a really fun uh, and not at all me class. Um, <laughs> but uh, more recently, I've been playing on a podcast, a monk, and she's just very different and very good at two shoes, and it's really weird. Mm -hmm. But um, playing a rogue. How's that weird? No, fuck that. You played a whisper <laughs> in our Blaze in the Dark game, uh, who was the nicest, <laughs> was nope. a ghost rights activist. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> like uh, we established you can't play bad guys well it's <laughs> not that i can't play bad guys it's just that i can't play someone who's a dick because i'm yeah. really bad because it feels bad it feels terrible <laughs> but like the the people that are, that play rogues the reason why i'm harping on about rogues specifically yeah. is like those people are like i'm gonna steal from the party and i'm like that's yeah, fine don't do that don't no, do that uh, unless it, you've talked to the party about that. Exactly. Like, that's fine as long as it's part of the plot, as long as it's part of whatever. Or I'm going to kill this person in their sleep because it's funny. Or I'm going to do no. this or that. It's like, it's funny to literally only you at that table. And like, not even that funny you. to you. It's just... God damn it. Like, what's the point? You know what I mean? Like, you're just kind of shitting on other people's work. Like, that's it. I fucking hate shitty players. I know. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, shitty I, GMs I, are usually due to, like... um you know, same kind of thing like it's funny to them or whatever but like yeah usually shitty jams is just due to inexperience or um an unwillingness I can, to branch I, out or i have a lot of patience for shitty gms who same. are just new yeah or 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 have like because hey i had really bad gming had it habits that i learned but i started in first start. or second edition. Yeah. everyone has to start like that's the whole thing like everyone has to start somewhere and so like the the idea that you're going to be a shitty gm forever is just not true um no. But yeah, like, so I have very little tolerance for shitty players because that just shows like they're kind of a shitty person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And then finally, GM is also a player, which we talked about a lot in the thing. Because, yeah. yes, uh, I think I, I don't. So I can't play GMless games uh, most of the time. I can't. I, they, they, they always come off as rudderless and yeah. Ill, Ill, Ill paced. Yeah. Um, I mean, there are exceptions. Like, if you have. But you need every single player to be. I, I could play GM GMless games with players that I'm very used to playing with, mm -hmm. uh, but I can't do it with people I don't know very well. Or because uh, even just like this isn't a bad type of player, but they're they are laid back players who yes. are just kind of chill yep. and and like low energy, and that's fine if you have a GM to keep things moving. But a a low energy player, which again is not a bad thing in a lot of situations in a mm -hmm. GMless game it can really fucking bog things down or you've got to be like you're all looking at each other like who's going to push this yeah it's 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 one of those situations where if not all players are in on it and active and whatever mm -hmm. you just kind of end up going nowhere whereas like at least if you have GMs you have someone kind of being a director if there needs to be a director yeah um yeah. uh so I super agree. I, I agree that I think the GM is a role to play, but mm -hmm. you are still a player yep. and you should work together. Adversarial GMing is like the biggest turnoff as far as RPG things go. I it's don't want to fucking joke. fight you. Like, it's yeah. such a joke. Like, oh, I'm going to kill my players. Like, the longer I've played, the more I realize that it's just a mean joke. Like, it's not mm -hmm. even uh, a mm -hmm. constructive joke. Saying, mm. well, I'll just kill you guys. I, I only do that if someone's being overly obnoxious as a player. Uh, I, I will I will push back on that even. Uh, I, I'm a big fan of... So here's the thing. I'm, non, I'm fucking so not confrontational. I don't want to fucking fight never. anybody. You never. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
But I, I def, I think like solving out of game problems in game is a bad choice. Oh no, no, and- sorry, I meant the threatening of killing their character out of game if they're being obnoxious. Like I would <laughs> never ever kill somebody in game just because they're kind of a dick out of the game. Like I would just be okay. like, sorry, you don't, you don't mesh with this table. Yeah, uh, you've got, please you've leave. Got to <laughs> consciously uncouple. Uh- <laughs> yeah. Uh okay, I misunderstood. I apologize. I retract no, 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 my no, previous that's, statement. That's totally okay. Um, it didn't f- feel like a very not Fez thing. I don't. Yeah, know. no, I would never do that. <laughs> I well, I just don't feel like. Uh, I feel like that helps nothing, and it sets a bad precedent as far as like what you are willing to do to your players. That feels bad. It's it just a just bad energy to put out there. Bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, but I will joke like if someone's being kind of a dick, I will jokingly say, "Well, and everything fall on your character and you die. Goodbye." Yeah, um, rocks fall, everyone dies. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, like that's and that's. <laughs> I think I feel like that's the a that's a fine joke, but it's less yeah. of a fine joke to be like, "Well, you guys are gonna do this dungeon, and I'm doing my best to kill you." Like that's very, I don't know, that's very different. Mm-hmm. Uh, surprising, surprising no one except for people who don't know us. Maybe uh, <laughs> uh, I, I pretty much agree with everything you've said today. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's almost like we get on really well. Weird. It's almost like it's almost like we're friends. Um, <laughs> I I was talking uh, to you earlier about how like this is gonna be weird because like I've I've had friends on this podcast before, mm-hmm. but um, as far as I know, not any that I talk to on a regular basis. Oh. Uh, because I haven't had because Matt's the only other person I've talked to on a regular basis, and he he hasn't been on the change log yet. Um, oh, he's please, played a game. Please get him on the next one. Just so I can I, listen to it and laugh heartily. I'm I'm afraid. So oh. Matt is Matt is my rules friend, and, yeah. and also has a different different. He rocks a different style of game than me. Yeah, and I'm just he's gonna give me so much shit about my game. Oh man, Chris! No, we should totally okay. We should totally be on an episode together too at some point. Like so all y'all can fight. Us. I can just sit back and listen to y'all fight. Yeah, pretty much. That would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Matt will definitely be on. Matt, Matt's. Um, I talked about him in in my depression episode. Matt's a very important friend to me who has helped me through uh, this whole year and this process, and is getting like a consultation credit in the game because every time I'm like, "This is dumb." We look at this. He's like, "Yeah, this is dumb." <laughs> 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 but here's here's why it's dumb. He's so uh, good. Oh, did he's you? Very good. Have you listened to it? Because he's the one who made the um, breakaway theme. Have you heard it? I'm. I don't think I have. Oh, I'll send it to you. It's so good. Please do. Yeah. yeah uh, so uh, Matt Matt does all my music. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and and as if anybody is like, I need someone to do music. I'm like, you need to hire Matt. Hire Matt Lee. Hire you fucks. Matt. Yep. I say it at the beginning of at the end of every fucking episode, and and you shits haven't fucking hired him yet. What the shit fuck? <laughs> God damn it. Anyways, he's he's also just, don't don't talk to him. He's an asshole. Don't talk to him. But he's uh, he's very good. (laughs) Uh, This has been lovely, Felicia. Thank you so much. Thank you for Uh, having me, Chris. I, I, I need you to have you back on to actually play a game because you're, you're very fun to play with and and entertaining and also professional podcaster. Mm, That's Uh, that's true. I guess. (laughs) Uh, so that's that's gonna bring us to a close. Mm-hmm. Test complete. Thanks for listening, and thanks to Felicia for spending so much time listening to me talk about my game. Uh, and <laughs> would you like to tell people where they can find you and the things you do? Uh, so you can find Breakaway at breakaway.pub. Um, 
it's just a RPG game. It's great. Because uh, I'm not allowed to Thank shit you. talk it. Yep. Yeah, I'll fucking find you. Um, and you can find me on Twitter as Fezdivus. That's F-E-Z-T-I-V-U-S. And mm-hmm. you can find me there being very grumpy. <laughs> He's not grumpy. It's I'm mine. Grumpy. I'm grumpy. Not that bad. I'm uh, cranky. <laughs> Not that they need any help, but you're also on a you're also play an actual play D and D game. Oh right. right, yeah, shit. Um, I'm in a a real honest to god podcast. I guess it's weird. Um, as a regular player, it's a uh, and it's apparently getting all right because we partnered with Wizards of the Coast now. Um, yeah. After all, yeah, that shit which we haven't talked about yet. <laughs> uh, and it's called I Speak Giant, and it's a whole lot of fun. Um. It's me and a crew of people. Uh, I play a gothic-obsessed monk who's a little bit morbid. Uh, she's a lot of fun. I um, really need to listen to this podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, but hey, I play an elf, too, and Chris, elves oh, are no. southerners. No, elves are southerners. They're I don't not... care. I don't care. <laughs> oh, Fuck them. No. Oh. Fuck elves. Elves? Well, yeah elves i have problems i hate elves no i i you probably hate elves the same way i hate humans but like the the reason why yeah i also hate humans <laughs> the reason why i went that way with her because uh zach for whatever reason because of playing an elf kind of let me take control of like what their culture is like and i was like well they're from the south and they all wear <laughs> cowboy boots and elven ceremonial garb is literally like the 10 gallon hat and tassels and a bolo tie and he's just like what have oh i done oh my god <laughs> you're a monster yeah no, it's the best thing i've ever done you should see the character art she's amazing <laughs> um anyway yeah so you can find me on i speak giant as well uh they are also on twitter just at i speak giant um and we are approaching our either we're at or approaching our 100th episode so it's gone pretty whoop, good whoop. yeah whoop, whoop. and a big thank you to matt lee for our intro and outro music follow him at nice wizard music support us by following on twitter at playtest pod Download all current documents for this game at playtest.pub and find a link to our Discord from either of those to join our creative friendly community. And remember everyone, the world might suck sometimes, but you don't, unless you're a dick. Then you kind of suck. Don't be a dick.